This is Ryan. And this is Ashley. And this is Ruining, Ruining Our childhood. childhood. Did I sound like a 1-800 number? I think you did. <laughs> uh, for those of Rips. you who don't know, we are a weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our adult bifocals to rewatch and review our favorite movies from the past. That is accurate. I always say that. Yes, you do. Um, today's movie is a 2002 classic. classic. Spider-Man, and we're talking about the original live action. Correct. Well, isn't the original? There was nothing, like, random and, like, made in the 70s and 80s. There might have been something. I don't think there was. But but this, I feel like, was the one that started it all. Correct. The logline of the movie goes, When bitten by a genetically modified spider, a nerdy, shy, and awkward high school student gains spider-like abilities that he eventually must use to fight evil as a superhero after a tragedy befalls his family. That's a very long sentence, guys. That was really long. Um, this movie is can be found on uh, many streaming services. Uh, YouTube has it for rent. Google Play has it for rent. Um, Amazon Prime has it to buy. iTunes and Vudu also have it to buy. Um, but they do not have it for rent. And we thought we owned the movie, but then we found out that we didn't. So we had to borrow it. Correct. I swear we owned it. From Jason Hollywood Video. <laughs> That's where we rented it from. So, good friend of the podcast, Jason. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Um, so, tell us a little bit about Spider-Man. So, this movie was released on May 3rd, 2002. And to say it was successful would be an understatement. Uh-huh. It was the first ever film to gross uh, over $100 million on its opening weekend. It uh, ended up total grossing... $821.7 million. When it was done at the box office, it was the highest grossing uh, film uh, that had come out in quite some time. It was the highest grossing superhero f- uh, origin film until uh, it got passed by Wonder Woman just very recently. Damn. Uh, as of right now, it is still the 29th highest grossing film of all time. Wow. Yeah. So. I mean, I knew it was popular, but I. it's just, it's insane to me that in how many years it's been 17 years 17 years still it's still pretty high up there very high up there some of my first impressions of the movie was that it was going to be amazing because at the time there wasn't a lot of superhero movies yeah uh, x-men and yeah. maybe x2 came out i think x2 might have but we had gone on a, it's not like now where we get like three or four oh, a, a, no. a year because now it's like we're we've been the last like decade we've been this culture of nerd mm-hmm. where everything possibly nerdy has is being made into a movie and you know yeah. embraced whereas like back then it was like oh comic books are geeky and so i believe i saw in theaters with my brother i literally pretty much saw almost every single movie in my life with my brother until i started uh, driving myself mm-hmm. and then I went with like my friends but at the time I was like if I get to go to the movies somebody has to take me and who has a car my brother so <laughs> uh but I loved the movie yeah uh the soundtracks were always awesome Spider Man 2 was my favorite because it's a little dashboard because it had dashboard confessional on it so vindicated Great. um obviously you're a big fan of the song that was sang by the guy from Nickelback that was the one that she liked from this movie. That's cool. uh, a no. That is correct. Um, Huge Nickelback fan. Put it out there. Ashley loves Nickelback. 
should we get a divorce now? <laughs> or, um, no. But I don't really remember the first Spider-Man soundtrack, so that's not helpful. I remember seeing it in theaters, mm-hmm. but obviously it was 17 years ago, so I remember going to the theater with some friends and... That was when you just would walk up and buy your ticket. And we had to stand outside for like a solid three hours. Because that's where they made us line up. The only thing that was nice was they did give us water. And like a little water jug out yeah. there. But I just remember like literally baking in the sun. We it got came there out like, in the summer? Came out May 3rd. Oh, still hot enough. it was super warm that day. Because I definitely remember like going, this this was a bad decision. And yeah. then obviously like we got there at 5 and had to wait till like 8 for the movie to show. But like you said, it was not knowing what you were going to get as far as how popular it was going to be because exactly, like, nerd culture was not widely accepted. Like, you had to keep it on the down low that you were into superheroes or into yeah. comic books. Like, people weren't rocking a Spider-Man t-shirt. Like, no. nowadays, you go outside, you throw a rock, you're going to hit somebody that's wearing that stuff. But, like, definitely 17 years ago, much different time. Yeah. And I think this movie really helped shift that. Yeah. Like, the popularity of this movie and X-Men, but... I think just Spider-Man in general, because it's a movie set in high school, Mm -hmm. and even though the actors are way too old to be playing high schoolers, Uh, as we've noted in previous podcasts, it's Mm -hmm. just a problematic thing. But yeah, I mean, I remember things about the movie, but we still haven't seen it in a really, I haven't seen it in a really, really long time. Maybe when the third one came out. I think um, that's probably the last time I saw it. Yeah. uh, But... All I remember is obviously like the iconic kiss Mm -hmm. and James Franco. And I'm hoping to see some uh, good uh, well, hello there cameos. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's got to be a couple. I'm hoping. Um, So hopefully. Do you think it's going to hold up? I I was getting there. Okay. I was letting you to go first. Oh. Like a gentleman. Oh, well, thank you for being (laughs) a gentleman. I'm going to say it's not going to hold up. Because I've, we've obviously had three now reboots, or well, technically two reboots of Spider-Man. Well, if I guess you counter Enter the Spider-Verse, we've yeah. had three. I wouldn't call that a reboot. It's a more of like an offspring of it. Yeah, right? like a re- reimagining or yeah, I don't know. But I have gone on record as saying that I'm much more bigger fan of Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to, unfortunately, I think that, I'm going to try to not let that cloud my judgment on the movie, but I, I can't see it not. But I, it'll be interesting to see the CGI and stuff like that. So I'm saying it's not going to hold up. I agree with you because for those exact reasons, and also like we were talking about this the other day when we decided to do this movie about how it was like a notable thing that like Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst and James Franco did not like doing these movies. Yeah. And how different it is now with all the um, MCU cast, yeah. like the Avengers and how much they love doing the movies or at least they, they're maybe they're just really good actors and they pretend that they really love the movies, but they genuinely seem like they love the movies the fact that the main Avengers cast all have the Avengers A tattooed on their body. That's true. I think tells you, no, they really enjoyed making these films together. Yeah. And I think that when I, uh, when I found out that like the, the three main casts from the original Spider-Man, like they didn't really like doing it and they didn't mm-hmm. want to be typecast. It kind of took away from like the third one. Cause I think that's when it, when that kind of surfaced yeah. that, that story. Uh, and I just remember being like, well, that's kind of shitty because you should like the things you do and you can 
to me, it, it comes through in the acting. If you don't like a movie, if you're an actor and you're in a movie that you don't like, you can kind of tell like they either phone it in. So I'm wondering if that's going to um, show mm-hmm. or if maybe the first movie won't be affected because maybe they did like it. But then when it exploded and it became a thing, maybe that's when they decided to stop liking it so much. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think uh, I agree with you. I'm going to have to say that they're probably not as jaded as they were by the third movie, where it seems like by the third one, they just were in it for a paycheck. Yeah. And it came across because the movie was pretty crappy. From what we can remember. And, but then also I do vividly remember their promotional appearances where they, I mean, just did not give a crap. No, but I think like, especially those three actors, like they take them, they took themselves way too seriously yeah um as actors and i think the difference between like say somebody like tom holland who's just so freaking excited Mm -hmm. to be in a movie like you can tell he's genuinely excited and i wouldn't throw franco in that boat because like he's done like the seth rogan comedies and stuff like that but definitely toby Maguire, like he he prides himself on thinking he's leonardo dicaprio and he can be that pretentious and you're well guess what dude you're not as talented your movies aren't as successful and i don't even think leonardo DiCaprio thinks that way no he makes his decisions that way i feel like but he i don't know if it doesn't come across that he's like i'm too good for this movie i don't know that's just my thought on him but but we'll see if that affects you know the movie overall Mm -hmm. um but i'm gonna try to go unbiased I'm going into um, it fresh eyes. I'm not going to go... I'm going to yeah. erase the preconceived notions and just try to enjoy the movie. Which because I, 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 when I was a kid, I did enjoy the movies. Yes. And I loved anything superhero. My brother was a big comic book nerd and I grew up in that whole... I, I didn't read comic books as much, but I did like... I loved playing with his little like trading cards that he mm-hmm. had. Um, of Like, you know, I would always like steal all the female superheroes mm-hmm. and read all their stats and stuff. So hopefully... um, I mean, hopefully it does told up but i i don't i think i'm with you i don't think it's going to so at this point we'll go ahead and pause we're gonna go watch the movies make meticulous notes correct and come back and talk about it hit the pausey pause yeah we're gonna hit the pausey pause uh see you in a minute And we're back, and we're going to go ahead and break down the movie like we always do with our categories. And, of course, first we're going to go ahead and dial into our old 1970s television that Aunt May has and break down some (laughs) technology. Did you find any technology distracting? I was actually surprised I didn't find, like, they didn't really show TVs. Mm -mm. There was some, like, science-y tech in the beginning, like, when he gets bit. Spoiler alert. Yes. Um, But... I, I don't, I'm not big into science or, you know, telescopes. I, I'm sure that's how big they are in certain cases. But I did find, like, everything to do with the Green Goblin. If you can consider that tech because mm-hmm. his, like, little, I don't know what it's called. His little bombs. His bombs and the thing he rides. like His glider. Yeah. That was cheesy. And just his suit in general was pretty, pretty bad. The one that I found was... 
right at the beginning, like you said about some of the sciencey stuff. See, like microscope, microscope. <laughs> that he, uh, I gotta take a shot now. He uh, was like, "Oh, it's the most advanced microscope in the world," and I was like, "It looks like something that would have been used by the Soviet villain in a Bond movie." Like, yeah. I half expected someone to come up and like break down their plan to take over the world to him at that moment it was yeah like a huge huge machine for the tiny little laser yeah yeah i was like that looks like straight from soviet russia no and all that i was thinking about like especially in the that scene where like um peter and harry and mary jane are at the place doing a tour Mm -hmm. at the science place i don't even know what it was science center i don't know and then and then harry's lab Mm -hmm. or not harry dr uh norman norman i don't want i I keep saying harry because harry is the son yeah. James Franco. Um, Norman, uh, William D- Willem Dafoe, he, like, his lab was just so sciencey, and it just reminds me of every Marvel movie. It's mm-hmm. just, like, they're, like, science, 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 and then, like, you're not supposed to understand it. Like, yeah. But yeah. It, it definitely had that, you know. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, I didn't see, I didn't even notice, like, any, like, television. The only thing I remember is... Uh, when Uncle Ben is looking for jobs and he's like, computers, computers, everything's computers today. Yeah. I'm a 68-year-old man. Or 63, I think he said. No, 68. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, old man. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, no. Um, so should we move on to our next category? Absolutely. This category is called, Kids Would Call It a Throwback. We call it the prime of our teens. And this is our category where we talk about any weird fashion choices, offensive jokes, date references. Did you notice any? Uh, as far as fashion choices, like, I thought Peter oddly was dressed what I'm sure kids wear nowadays still. Hoodie and jeans. Like, he wasn't too bad. No. The thing that I noticed right away, which is, it goes with that old saying, like, glasses will date a picture. It was the Oakleys. Yeah. They were really bad. Like you said, it goes with that old saying, you're the only person I've ever heard say that saying. It's a saying. And you've said it twice. Yeah. See? Yeah. Making it a saying. Good job. And then uh, the other thing was, I'm pretty sure Franco stole all of Steve Jobs' uh, turtlenecks. (laughs) I was just like, dude, lay off him, bro. (laughs) I, like, none of the clothes bothered me. They were all pretty, like, almost, like, generic. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe they kept it that way to, like, make sure it doesn't get dated Throughout yeah. the years. Um, the one thing I did notice was that uh, Harry, James Franco's character, was wearing a, like a velour sweater at one point. It was yeah. like striped. I think it was like around the scene where Peter discovers that he has like powers mm-hmm. at school and he beats up Flash. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, that was amazing. But other than that, it wasn't too like there wasn't too like oh my god this is 2002 yeah. like written all over it no, it was, it was, it was really just well a done. plain time for clothing in general i guess like a lot yeah, of polos and it wasn't distracting so yeah kind of kind of preppy clothing was very in mm-hmm. what about offensive jokes i had one and it's uh it would it he's going he wrestles someone mm-hmm. i don't want to give it away uh, and he says to the wrestler, nice outfit, did your husband give it to you? Yeah, that's what, that literally was the only slightly offensive slightly, joke, yeah. and it wasn't really that offensive to me because it no. was just kind of funny. Yeah. And that was my knock on this whole thing was, like, on uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is he's not 
he has very few moments where he's actually kind of funny yeah, he's and not snarky. Witty. Whereas Andrew Garfield's, they made sure that he was really like witty. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Holland pulls it off really well. So yes. it's like you can be awkward and shy, but also be snarky. That's, yeah. that's me. And, but then uh, not so much offensive jokes, but then the dated references. The <laughs> There was a, a glaring one and it was uh, by Macy Gray. Yes. Sitting out there trying to find a second hit. And, yeah. Uh, did not work out. Oh, poor Macy Gray. She was in Fuller House a Are couple years ago. Oh, wow. I, I totally, well, I blocked it out. Oh, we only watched the first season. Yeah. She's. Yeah. yeah but. It was a thing, though, back then. Yeah. No. It was definitely that whole scene, and we'll get into it later, mm-hmm. like, dated the movie. Yes. A lot. For various reasons. Oh, and also, I noticed, like, Harry's hair. Like, is, like, uh, James Franco's hair is, like, kind of, like, an orange-red. It's supposed to, like, match Willem Dafoe's hair. Mm-hmm. But then there's one scene there. It's super dark. Yeah, it's, like... Black. Black. And I, I wonder if, like, they had to do reshoots or something at one point because it just, of like... I don't know if it's the shadows because Willem Dafoe's hair looks the same. Yeah. But, yeah, Harry's looked, like, really dark brown or black. Should we move on to uh, Well, Hello There? Absolutely. And I guess you got, went ahead and kicked it off with the well hello there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Uh, this is our category where we point out any cameos or famous recognizable actresses uh, or actors that we forgot were in the movie. And there was a ton. Yes, there was. You know, when we started this category, like when we first started uh, planning our podcast, I just assumed because whenever I rewatch older movies, there's always at least one actor or actress that I'm like, whoa, this guy was in it? Like, how did I forget that? Or like, even if it's a small, like one line part. Mm -hmm. But I've been kind of disappointed in the last couple of movies we watched. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a lot. But this one was like jam packed. Yes. With cameos. Uh, what was one of yours that you found? The one, and I think it's just, I, I remember the character, but I, for some reason, thought it was in Spider-Man 2, but in hindsight, it totally makes sense. It's Spider-Man yeah. 1. Ooh, yeah! <laughs> the Macho Man! As Bonesaw McGraw. Yeah, I always forget that he's in it. I remember there's a wrestling scene, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just assume it's just some random person that, like a nameless wrestler, or something you could name, because you're into wrestling. But, yeah, but no, it's like, no. one of the most famous ones yeah, of all time. Yeah. definitely. Um, my favorite cameo, because I totally forgot uh, he was in this movie, was Joe Maganello uh-huh. as Flash. He looked extra douchey. He did. So he, I decided, I was watching him in the movie, and he's not in a lot of scenes. I mean, he's just like that typical douchebag boyfriend of Mary Jane's, and he's a bully to uh, Peter because he can be. Mm-hmm. He's massive. He's a very tall man. Yeah. But I just kept going... You should not be without a beard, I decided. Yeah. And I know, I think, like, he was in How I Met Your Mother Without a Beard, like, the first couple seasons. Mm. Um, Like, he has, he was a reoccurring character, like, a college buddy of, like, Marshall's. Uh-huh. I remember, but I'm just like, you should not not have a beard. Well, and he has, like, spiky 2002 hair. And I wanted to say during the fashion segment, but he had a chain wallet. Oh, Which yeah. was just amazing. Yeah, that's... Um, it was not a good look. <laughs> no, it wasn't. What was your next one? Because we're uh, just going to list all next these. Next one was the person doing working the check-in table at yes. the wrestling event. Academy Award winner, <laughs> Octavia Spencer. Yes. Just, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, in hindsight, now she is way too famous. But I'm sure back then she was just looking for roles. And it's funny because she was in, because I just watched it recently, 
um, Never Been Kissed. Mm -hmm. She, like, works in the um, newspaper office. Uh And she doesn't have tons of lines, but she has a way bigger part than she had in this. Yeah. And that was in, like, 1998. Yeah. So, because I remember going, oh, yeah, Octavia Spencer's in this. But um, uh, there was a couple others. Um, Bruce Campbell was the announcer, which he's obviously, like... In a lot of uh, Sam Raimi's films. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't so much a shocker. And I do vaguely remember because he's the one that says, like, the human spider's a dumb name. Yeah. Let's name you Spider-Man. Like, so. Um, and then the secretary. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Banks. I totally forgot. I totally forgot that. Yeah. Because yeah, she, just... she has, like, short brown hair. She doesn't look like Elizabeth Banks. No. And she has, like, two lines. Yeah. But and, and then uh, a couple other ones that I caught, which were, they do kind of like a quick montage of like people talking about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Jim Norton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, Jim Norton's in here. And then I'm sure you picked up on the other one. Uh, Lucy Lawless, yeah. which obviously she is pretty famous at this point. So it was a true cameo. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a there was a, quite a few. And then obviously surprising. the most famous Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. Of but course. He, also his was like a. Very brief. Very he didn't brief. have a line, but he saved a little girl during yeah. the first uh, fight scene between Green Goblin and Spider-Man. Yeah. It was really good, though. Um, yeah. So, should we move on to our next category? Do you want to say it? Because I ruined the, the hello there. Our next category is, is it even good? We talk about the plot, the casting choices, cringiest lines, funniest lines, the whole shebang. The whole shebang. What did you think of the plot? Um, overall, the plot was good. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's an origin story, so you're setting up, you know, this is Peter Parker, this is his life. Yes. I felt, and I totally forgot, because I think some of the movies, uh, of the, the, the trilogy of the, of these Spider-Man movies, kind of mesh together, mm-hmm. but they kind of, like, rush them out of high school very quickly. Yeah. He gets bit, he kind of fumbles a little with learning how to be Spider-Man, his Fumbled uncle... for about, uh, one Two minute? seconds, yeah. Yeah, one no. minute? Yeah, Um... It. But I mean, I'm, I'm counting the fumbling, like yeah. letting your uncle die. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you could say that was a fumble. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they're like graduating yeah. and they're in college. And for some reason, I thought that college part was in the second one, mm-hmm. but apparently not. And other than that, like it was a, it had a decent pace. It's a, a relatively good origin story. Um, there's just bits and parts that I just, uh, didn't quite understand um how about you what was your thought about it i am like you i think you know for an origin story you explain why he got bit i think they've improved on it yeah uh in the last couple but yeah i, I no complaints as far as I'm i think concerned. i think the way they did it in this one made made the movie a lot more serious mm-hmm. and i felt like toby mcguire's performance overall was just so like he was not like funny or quippy or even like a he didn't have a boyish charm there was like no. m- minimal moments where he did where yeah. i see where he got the par- part like yeah. but it, just overall like and I, it, it's not fair, too, because I'm comparing him to the other two that have played him since then in live action. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting any, like, animation or anything like that. But I think it's fair to compare him when it's they're playing the same character. Yeah. But I'm, like, I'm just saying based on this time. Mm-hmm. Based on 2002, he was a good candidate. Yeah. He, had a, he has a boyish face. Mm-hmm. He can deliver quippy lines, but I feel like... Because he's a good actor, he can do that. Not because he has a good sense of, like, comedic timing yeah. or anything like that. Where I feel like the other two did. 
Um, mostly Tom Holland. Yes. How about, did, were there any, like, casting choices that you felt were no, off? No. The one that I thought was really well done is, I think, James Franco as Defoe's kid is very believable. Yeah. Like, they kind of look alike, and I thought that was a good casting choice. I went ahead and looked it up to see who were people that were considered for Spider-Man, uh-huh. other than Maguire. And it seemed like they wanted to make the movie two years earlier, and they were gung-ho with Freddie Prince. And that yeah. somehow, I think there was some sort of ca- uh, filming conflict, so they went away with, from him. Yeah. And then they also looked into Scott Speedman. Who I think would be way too old. Yeah. But I could see him as the Harry Osborn character. Well, and then the other one, ironically, Franco. Yeah. The one, and I'm like, I agree with you. I'm like, all of these people were way too old. Freddie Prince, I think, could have delivered the the attitude and the boy's charm, but I think he's almost too confident, whereas, like, Toby has, he's not perfect looking. No. He's, like, he has that awkwardness. He pulled that off well. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the awkwardness um, and the believability that maybe Mary Jane wouldn't completely be like oh this is the guy i'm attracted to like yeah other than the the first thing i noticed about the movie was um the science teacher at the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. like just because everybody is a little older like actor wise like i was like the guy looks like and funny enough he was in felicity like the first season that that that's where i noticed the teacher from he just looked the same age as them yeah and i'm like it's not like we're in different movies where like you could tell the teachers like way older yeah no i agree with you like that was that just goes along with any movie they've gotten a little bit better at casting people that are a little more age appropriate but it's still always going to be a thing they're not going to cast a 15 year old to play a 15 year old so and the other thing like that i kind of changed my impression on was when i was younger when this movie came out i was 16 Mm -hmm. 15 16 and i thought james franco was attractive and cute Mm -hmm. and i liked his character Mm mm-hmm but now rewatching it as an adult, I'm just like, he's kind of a dick. Yeah. He hits on a girl that he knows his best friend is in love with. Yeah. And then he just justifies it because he's like, well, she, he won't do anything about it. Yeah. And then he's like jealous of the fact that like his dad finds Peter more more of a son charm. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't know. Because uh. Peter's supposed to be smart, but they don't really focus that much on Peter being smart. No. I feel like in this, like, in the Amazing Spider-Man series with, like, Andrew Garfield, they really did focus on that. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was believable, like, he's into science and... Yeah. Like, they don't... They kind of glaze over that fact that mm-hmm. he's, like, super smart. I don't know. Also, my favorite part was when he was changing, uh, you know, morphing into... That is my funniest scene. Okay. Well, yeah. I won't talk about it. No, no. Go ahead. Because we'll, we're moving on to it. Okay. But... Go ahead and tell me about it. Because my funny scene's different. Uh, it's just he is posing down like he is. You know, I don't know. He's ravishing Rick Rude. And he's getting into it. <laughs> Gotta yeah, stick the... with the wrestling. Yeah, stick with the wrestling. But he he's really posing down, and then he looks down like his penis has changed. Yeah. Which I was like, did you get a new one of those too, man? Because apparently, like, getting bit muscles. by a spider. Gives you abs and a bigger penis. Yeah. Who knew? But yeah, he was a very narcissist. Like, jeez. My, <laughs> my funniest line was when he's in his room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the same scene or it was around the same. It was within the next 10 minutes. And he's like, uh, Aunt May knocks on the door and he's like, I'm exercising. I'm not dressed, Aunt May. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Why are you <laughs> exercising naked is the real question here. Yeah. Aunt May's just like, oh, teenagers. <laughs> 
What about uh, your cringiest line or moment? Uh, like, I had a few, uh, but, like, Peter trying to cry after his graduation, <laughs> and he's thinking about how his uncle died. Like, he just had such a stupid face. Yeah. I was like... I think it was when when Uncle Ben actually died, like, in his arms and he was crying. I'm like, his cry face reminds me of, if you've ever watched anything with Claire Danes in it and she cries. Oh, yeah. And she, especially, like, Homeland. Mm -hmm. And it's just the ugliest face. And it's just, like, hard. It's supposed to be, like, an emotional moment, but it's hard not to laugh because it's such a weird-looking face. Mine was when Willem Dafoe's in the chamber and he's testing himself or injecting himself with whatever science gobbity gook. Yeah. He jumps out of the canister uh-huh. and growls and it was just so it was just so silly to me. Like it just <sighs> didn't age well. And before that, he has one of the worst seizures I've ever seen an actor yeah. have. And this again. Also, Willem Dafoe. Also has like a very like heroin chic body. Yeah. <laughs> like his like he was shirtless during it and it, I'm just like is uh, Norman Osborn supposed to be on meth? I <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and also when Spider-Man called him Gobby, like yeah. the Green Goblin. Yeah. Like, he's like, what up, Gobby? Yeah, he's like, something, something, Gobby. It was just a cheesy line. I didn't write it He's like, down. it's you, Gobby, who is out of your mind. And I was, I was like, <laughs> Just the way what? he delivered it was very cheesy. Like, and there's just stuff that doesn't hold up. And I think it's just because it was 17 years ago. Yeah. And they could, I feel like they could get away with being a little more cartoonish. And mm-hmm. where now, like, comic movie book movies have gone away from being so much cartoonish as, like, being pretty serious. Yeah. Um, but this movie tries to be serious. And I think that's where it falls flat. Mm-hmm. Especially that middle scene, if we can talk about that. Oh, yeah. That scene where it's like a parade or some yeah, sort of celebration. It was a, yeah, it was like a, I forget the name, it was something day. It was like yeah. a big celebration. And it's like the first fight scene between Green Goblin and Spider-Man. And it's just, CGI is just crap. And then the worst part was, and it was so distracting, was like the floats mm-hmm. were so CGI'd. Yeah. Like they weren't real at all. Mm-mm. And... It's something I never noticed as a kid because obviously this movie actually had legit C- CGI when we were kids. Yeah. Um, but it just is not age well today. No. And it just they like it looked like a cartoon world, like with all these floats, and then just the movements between Green Goblin and Spider Man. Like, mm-hmm. what did you think? I the CGI uh, I kind of just took it for what it was worth. Uh, you know, it's two thousand two, so yeah. it's gonna it's not gonna be the best but i didn't think it was awful by any means like no i didn't find it really also that distracting one of the things that i did read was like the scene where he catches the lunch tray Uh uh-huh and like is holding like mary jane and all the food like that's not cgi that makes sense it didn't look cgi took 156 takes (laughs) to do but i was like oh they didn't cgi there you could definitely and this is i guess the difference between like today's cgi and like 20 years ago was you could definitely tell when stuff wasn't CGI'd mm-hmm. and when stuff was. Yeah. Like, there was a clear definition. Like, uh, I want to say, like, the end fight scene. It might have been during the the first fight scene, too. Um, you can tell that there's a guy in a Spider-Man suit and a guy in a Green Goblin suit. Because the Green Goblin suit is pretty real mm-hmm. because it has that mobility yeah. or lack of mobility. It's, like, real. It's probably plastic. But, but that thing just... 
I, I like I was just like that looks so cheesy now yeah. when he was under the she- the sheet <laughs> acting during like the he was fire a lady. and I'm like Chapter you one. can tell it's the green it like it's shaped like the Green Goblin how yeah. can you not tell Peter Parker <sighs> nobody ever accused him of being smart <sighs> but is there anything else that you found weird or unnecessary? Uh, one of the things that I, I never understood about this one, and I think they do a better job in the later uh, movies, uh, they don't explain how he gets this real nice fancy suit. He shows up as a cheese ball wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, spider It's like reality guy. versus expectations. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's in this sweet suit. And I'm like, oh, did they Tony just... Stark that give that to you? Yeah, like, they just, I remember the scene because I was thinking the same thing, is like, he's looking at the picture. Yeah. That he drew, mm-hmm. and it obviously looks like Spider-Man suit, like what we yeah. we picture a Spider-Man suit to be. And then when he goes to wrestling, it's like a t-shirt and a like a ski mask. Yeah. But yeah, then he like goes back and is staring at it, and then all of a sudden... Sweetest suit Yeah, he doesn't... Seen. They don't show like a sewing scene or yeah. like... No, so it's... yeah, I totally uh, agree with you on that one. For me, it was all of the transition scenes, like the crossfading mm-hmm. with like... Like when he's sick mm-hmm. after he gets bit by the spider and he's like transforming they show a skull and like animated spiders crawling and his and they veins were terrible animated yes. spiders. yeah no it was it was really bad and it looks then, like the opening credits of the movie yes which were i believe 47 minutes long yeah they were very long <laughs> the they were very long credits i was just like is this ever. movie made in 1960 because back then they would show everything everything and then there was the other cross divide or cross fade scene where He's thinking about, uh, like, Mary Jane, so then there's, like, a picture of Mary Jane's face. Just that kind of... That is a little cheesy, and it ages the movie a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite part was when they flashed back to him seeing the robber run away with the money at the wrestling... Event. Event. I almost said wrestling meet. It was WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah. There was eight people there. (laughs) It was literally, like, three minutes before his uncle dies. And he goes... And when he, like, finds out the robber is the same person that shot his uncle. Uh Like, but, like, they do a flashback. Like, it was, like, really beginning of the movie. Remember... Do you remember when we were young children and that robber stole money and then killed his grandpa? Yeah. We just want to make sure you didn't forget. Yeah, sorry, his uncle. He was so old. He's so old. Like, it makes much more sense... And the newer versions where Aunt May is like Marissa Torme, who is like 50, but yeah. she's... Not 70. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how old was your dad when... Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, was that all you wanted to talk about? Should we uh, move on to our awards? Uh, just one last thing. Oh, and sure. It was a terrible, like, why did you do it? Goblin throws his explosive at all the jerkwads from like that <gasps> company from Offscore. <laughs> And they turn to a skeleton instantly. And, and it's the worst CGI. I'm yeah, like, no, it. it's like like 90s animation skeletons. Like, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. It, that whole, it, it goes with that whole scene was yeah, just like, if just they awful. got rid of that scene, things would be different. Yeah, but I think <laughs> we're ready to move on to award season because it's always award season. It's always award season. We got to go ahead and give out our first one, the Val Victorian of the Nicolas Cage. Online School of Bad Acting. Who are you giving your award to? Oh, so tough. I uh, ended up giving it to Willem Dafoe. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I went that way. Only in... L- let me explain, because I don't want anybody to, like, come come after me. Come at me. Come at, come at me, bro. Yeah. Um, at me, bro. 
when he did his green goblin voice, I felt yeah. like it was too over the top in a lot of times. And or like when he was just like struggling with like understanding that he is green goblin. There was one point where he's like the mask is like hanging on a chair and mm-hmm. he's like in front of a fireplace and he starts crawling towards it. I'm like, is this <laughs> what is this? What know. am I watching? Do you want to be alone with your mask? Like what's going on? <laughs> but um it was just that. It was just like the over top villain villain acting. Yeah. That when he was playing just his normal, like Norman Osborne character, like he was fine. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor, obviously, but I just felt like the Green Goblin whole facade was like over the top. Um, so that's who I gave it to. Who did you give it to? Uh, mine I gave to, and it's because, quite frankly, I hate him, Toby Maguire. I also, I struggled to give out this award. I struggled to give out the award because honestly, I thought everyone was pretty decent. Right. He just, he doesn't act like a kid. I don't think he has an ounce of charm in him. There's nothing redeeming about him. I think he's a terrible actor. Yeah. Shots fired. Hot take. Ryan said he's he's just there's not the only part that I thought he was remotely charming was when he was trying to shoot his webs out of his hands and he was like saying yeah he's like up there throwing the devil horns and getting yeah. up up and away that, that was, was like it. the only time I felt like he was like what Spider-Man was supposed to be yeah. like that quippy like I don't know yeah no um it was awful I get you I yeah. get you I guess we'll move on to the Thomas J Hanks Award for exceptional acting so who did you give that one to this is awkward. Because I gave it to Willem Dafoe. Of course he did. I, there was a scene where, uh, and we've made this joke, and this will be kind of fall on people a little deaf, but we always uh, call it the Arn Anderson School of Selling with Your Eyes. And because of that stupid mask, you can barely oh. see his mouth. So there's a scene where he's like giving a monologue to Peter, and you yeah. really can't see his mouth. And he's just acting with his eyes at that point. That's and true. I was like, well, well done, sir. Actually, I think that was like the last scene, like, mm-hmm. or the last fight scene. Yeah, it's like the last fight scene. Yeah, yeah. He's up there like, oh, no, it wasn't the last fight scene. It was like when he, uh, it was like after Thanksgiving. Like, thing. oh. But he's like, yeah, he, I was like, well done. Because then I noticed a little later on, you could see it was a piece of mesh covering his mouth and right. you could actually see his mouth moving. But during that scene, I couldn't tell it. And I was like, well done, sir. I get that. Yeah. Who did you give your award to? It was really a toss up, but I'm going to give it to Kirsten Dunst. Oh, okay. Because I thought she, uh, her part held up well for me. I always liked her in the movies, like, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was a good, like, damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't, like, over the top, like, helpless. Mm-hmm. But she was also, like, I'm I'm not going to take on five guys that are trying to stab me and rape me in the middle of an alley. Like, yeah. she tried to fight them off a little. But she was just, she was just good. And she, I don't know, she has this, like quality to her that she's just so happy and smiley i don't know and she did her part well all the dramatic parts that she had were i thought were done well and mm-hmm. she was compassionate um oh, she was really good yeah so that's why i gave it to her because i thought her part held up mm-hmm. and my opinion of her did not change from when i was a kid whereas some of the other characters i was just like why did i like you <laughs> and then uh, just quickly i wanted to give a honorable mention to jk simmons he, that was my second choice I, yeah i kind of went back and forth i'm like it's hilarious just such a good actor he he did all of his scenes were funny like it's just it's just hilarious that yeah. his character hates spider-man so much and he delivered the lines very well mm-hmm. and he wasn't very known back then no he's so. relatively unknown and he was just outstanding yeah 
Was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we move on to our final thoughts? No, I'm ready to move on. Okay, so now we're going to talk about if it holds up to our adult standards now or if it just holds up in general. What was your opinion? I personally think I was 100% wrong. I thought it held up very well, which mm-hmm. is a little surprising because I, maybe it's because I hadn't seen it in so long right. and I let that cloud it. But I thought it was a really good movie. I don't think it's very dated. Some of the CGI is a little rough, but like I said, I I gave Tobey Maguire the bad acting like out of default. He wasn't awful. Yeah. Like it was, I thought it was really, really a good movie and I can understand like now in hindsight how it was, it set all these records because it was groundbreaking, good superhero movie. Okay. Yeah. I too agree that it held up. Um, other than the bad CGI, and honestly, if you, like I said a little earlier, if you were to remove that whole middle scene, mm-hmm. make it a little, I guess, realistic, more realistic, like, it would really hold up. All the acting scenes were really good. The dialogue wasn't bad. There's just some parts where, and I just chalk it up to being, like, an older movie where I, I find annoying is... Sometimes they'll just transition weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I noticed it in older movies. Like, yeah. transitions are a little awkward. I There was a little bit of that in this movie. But overall, the movie was still entertaining. It still held up. A lot of the CGI where he's actually, like, swinging through the city yeah. holds up for the most part. Yeah. And, I mean, for a 17-year-old movie, that's, you know. It was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, so originally I didn't think it was going to hold up, and it did, so... Good job, Spider-Man. So, that's it, guys. Uh, Spider-Man, if you want to check it out. Like I said, there was a couple places you could rent it. YouTube and Google Play. Mm -hmm. Um, Or borrow it from a friend. Borrow it from Jay. Yeah. He'll let you borrow it. Yeah. I'll give you his email. No, I'm just kidding. But thanks for listening. And did you want to... Go ahead and give a heads up to our next episode. Sure. Which movie are we doing, Ashley? We're going to do... A wonderful classic. I don't know the year because I'd have to look it up. I think it's 95 or 96. Yeah, it's probably. Uh. Um, so, just a little background. Me and Ryan have been married for how long? Going on nine years? Going on nine years. The been other day we were just talking about movies. Going on 13? Yes. Yes. So, we were, the other day we were just talking about movies, as we do. Yes. And I find out dude has never seen The Craft. Ever. And a little background on me... I was obsessed with witches when I was younger. So, guess what we're going to be watching next week? The Craft. And by next week, probably in a couple days. Yeah. um, For you, it'll be next week. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, we're going to go watch The Craft, which has a lot of amazing people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nev Campbell's the only person that comes to mind. Robin Tunney. Yes. Feruza Pool. I'm glad you know all these people. Yeah. You've never even seen the movie. And your favorite actor. Ski Dollars. That is correct. Yes. Um, so we're going to watch that. And and then maybe Ryan will understand why I don't like Ski Dollars. Because it is because of the craft. Okay. Um, even though in Scream he's a murderer. So why do you like him? He was a good murderer. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're out of here, guys. Thank you again for listening. If you want to, we'd really appreciate it. Leave a review. Yes. And uh, subscribe to our podcast. Tell some friends. Tell some friends. Or enemies. Or enemies. Tell, tell someone. Yeah. Tell and your if barista. You... Sure. Why not? Do you have a, a regular barista? I do. You do? Yes. Because you go to the same 
freaking Starbucks. <laughs> yes. Like every day. Yeah. She knows my order and everything. Well, la-di-da, Ryan. <laughs> um, also, if you do like us and like our podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And we're also on Twitter now, so check us out there. Yes. I'll, I'll post stuff mm-hmm. eventually. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And do you have anything to add? No. All right. Well, oh, yeah. Okay, calm down. I'm going to say it for you. All right. One more. Thinking, thinking. There you go. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. Have a good day, guys. Mm. Bye. Bye.